Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy to understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I'm so excited you're here today. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful day. And I'm very excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking about feminine energy. And the reason why is that I've been having a lot of divine downloads about feminine energy throughout the last couple weeks. And one of the big events in my life that triggered a lot of these downloads was receiving Reiki energy healing last week. For those of you who are not familiar with Reiki, it is essentially this energy healing modality that balances out the chakras, aka the energy centers in your body. And if you want to learn more about the chakras, I have a full episode on Luna the Podcast all about it. It's episode five titled, What are the Chakras? And this episode is also going to tie to the very first episode of Luna, which was about masculine and feminine energy. So if you want to also learn more about that, check out that episode. Now, last week, as I was saying, I got Reiki healing and I had only gotten Reiki once before via Zoom. So it was the first time I got it done in person. And as the session started before the practitioner was giving me Reiki, he kind of asked questions about what was going on in my life. And he told me that he does this thing called cranial sacral therapy. And cranial sacral therapy is basically an alternative form of therapy that balances out the different axes in your body through light touch on certain points of your of your body, including your cranium, aka your head, and also your feet and different sides. So like your left side and your right side. And it was something I had never gotten done before, but I was open and I was excited to try it because I had mentioned I wanted to do some work on my sacral chakra. And first he started the session by lifting my foot and then he also placed his hands on my cranium eventually and my head felt really hot and then he was kind of raising both my right arm and my left arm and after he started out with lifting up my left arm and then afterwards he moved to my right side and at that point in the session he asked me if I was feeling anything particularly in my body and I kind of had been noticing you know the energy and I told him that I felt like my left side was really really heavy to like my arms and my leg and like my thighs especially and it was funny too because that week I'd been having this weird pain on my wrist kind of on my like bottom part of my arm on the left side and he told me that the left side represents feminine energy it represents yin and receptivity and 
that that was probably a sign from my body that I need to work on that. And it's interesting too, as we start talking, because I right now am doing a lot of stuff. I'm doing a lot of different things. I have my corporate job, but I'm also creating content on here, on YouTube, on TikTok, Instagram, brand deals. I'm working with clients. So I'm doing a lot of different things. And I'm so grateful because it's been so, such an abundant time in my life. But I've definitely been doing a lot. And so towards the end of the session, as he was opening up my heart chakra, I started crying and I had this big download and I started crying because what I realized and I wrote this down in my journal immediately after the session, I wrote, let me pull it up. I wrote, I'm going to get to where I want to go. I'm already on the way, but the more pressure I put on it and the more I try to rush and speed it up the less I'll enjoy and appreciate it when I arrive. I'd realize I didn't truly appreciate the journey. If you're always moving at full speed ahead, you might not notice the signs that are around you to guide your path. So as I finished the session, I told him about this download that happened. And he used this really cool analogy that I thought was beautiful. He said that he had just been to Italy and he was like, If you're on a train from Florence to Rome and you look outside the windows, you see this beautiful meadows with pretty yellow flowers and just like a beautiful view. But if you had teletransported from Florence to Rome, you would have totally missed that whole part of the journey that was so beautiful and so amazing. And it hit so close to home because I think that that's such an important thing to remember. The more you try to rush things, the more you try to get to where you want to go quickly, the less you realize that... The beauty is truly in the process. And if you're coming from this place of scarcity, of doing, oh, I have to always do more. I, have always, I want that to come here fast. It's not here yet. You're forgetting about all the abundance in the now. And it's less likely that when you get there, you will appreciate how far you've come and the entire beauty of the process of getting there. Because truly, the journey is one of the most amazing parts of the process of creating your life, of achieving, of growing, healing, manifesting things in your life so I thought that was really really important and so I wanted to make a full episode devoted to this download and devoted to talking about it to talking about the power of surrender of yin energy of feminine energy as a society I think that we are having this collective awakening and this collective feminine energy healing that's happening especially women, for those of you listening, especially girls, we're really, really healing the feminine. Why? If you think about it, ever since we're little and growing up, and even if you're older, as an adult, we are always praised for achieving, for reaching things, for making things happen, right? People turn to you and they'll say, oh my gosh, congrats on that raise or congrats on turning in that project or congrats on getting an A, congrats on landing this job. It's usually related to something you did. No one really turns to you and says, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you for prioritizing rest. I'm so proud of you for taking it easy today. I'm so proud of you for disconnecting from your phone oh my gosh, I love the way that you dance. It's so free and beautiful. I admire your creativity and creativity being a huge source of abundance. When I was growing up, I feel like I was always praised 
for my external achievements. And this is something that I've been healing a lot, <laughs> like a lot, a lot, healing my relationship to achievement and to masculine energy. There's been many different moments in my healing journey and my personal growth journey over the last year and a half of my life where I've gotten many different reminders of the importance of working on my feminine energy. Not a single healer, coach, or person that I've worked with has told me, oh, you should embrace more masculine energy. <laughs> no, it's all been healing the feminine and embracing feminine energy. And I started crying too in the session when I was doing Reiki because I realized that when I wasn't working and, you know, between my six to seven different jobs, I was either checking my phone, scrolling, listening to a podcast. Even when I was on a walk, it was more often that I was listening to a podcast and consuming information rather than just flowing or listening to music. So since that day, this is something that I've been working on. And again, growth is not linear. It's more of a spiral. So in this spiral of growth that I've been going through, I've gotten different reminders and different opportunities to increase my connection to feminine energy. And I've noticed a direct correlation to more abundance flowing into my life the more I sink into feminine energy. Don't get me wrong. I do think there is huge, 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 huge positives out of masculine energy, right? It's a balance. Again, Libra energy here. We're in Libra season. There's a lot of planets in Libra. And tonight when I'm recording this, it's actually a new moon in Libra which are all about fresh starts and setting intentions. And I think, again, as I was saying, there are a lot of positives from masculine energy. It's really important to do and execute and achieve. But if you're only focused on that and you're not allowing yourself to receive and to surrender and to honestly just do things for the sake of having fun and practice being instead of doing you're putting too much pressure on achieving, on getting to where you want to go. And it's less likely that you, one, enjoy the process of getting there, two, actually realize when that thing that you're trying to manifest has come to fruition and feel satisfied with it because you enjoy not only the process of getting there, but also are now enjoying the outcome. And three, you're less likely to be burnt out. So... I think that it's really, really, really important for us women and for the guys listening as well, especially guys also, to focus on how can I create more feminine flow in my life, more receptivity, more surrender, more being instead of doing. For me personally, what are things that help me get into feminine energy? Embracing nurturing. For example, cooking for other people, being a listener or dancing with no choreography, just putting on a song and dancing, not checking my phone. So like disconnecting from technology and taking a bath, drawing also huge for me. I used to draw so much when I was little and I have not really drawn in years. So after that Reiki session, I did some drawing and it felt really good and I fell asleep so fast after that. But think about that. Think about what are ways that you can be. Be yourself. What are ways you can just practice being in the moment or engaging in activities that don't really have an end goal? For example, 
and this was something I was just talking about in therapy. There's a huge difference, for example, for me in cooking something with no recipe, with no point of putting it online or sharing it anywhere and like creating a recipe because I want to post it on my Instagram or my TikTok and I want people to engage with it or I want people to share it. There's a huge difference. One comes from a place of being, of having fun, of being in the moment, of cooking for the pleasures of it, cooking creatively with like no set recipe or plan. And the other one, it's more from a place of doing. Oh, I have to do this because I haven't posted on social media today or whatever it is. So think about this for yourself. What are ways that you do things for the sake of getting the external achievement of it fitting into a plan or a structure or purpose for another goal or doing something because you want to receive praise or you receive money or receive something out of it versus doing something just because you have fun doing it or just because you want to do it. Think about it. (laughs) Think about that for a second. And think about, have you been doing too much? Have you been just allowing yourself to be? Do you need to do that more? And I think going back to what I was saying earlier, it also is something that's happening on a global level, right? Let's think about the pandemic for a second. Before the pandemic, my life was so hectic. I would literally, in college, go from waking up to rushing to class, engaging with a bunch of people, then going to the library, studying, meeting someone for lunch, then running back to the library, then going for a workout, then going home, then cooking dinner, and then going out or something along those lines. When the pandemic happened, we were all forced to be in an environment and in an energy of more like openness in our schedules. We didn't have as much to do or people to see or places to go. So it automatically forced us to get face to face with how am I making space for feminine energy in my life? What meaning does feminine energy or being or yin energy or receptivity or resting or reflecting or being alone what place do those things have in my life and i think that honestly that's what kick-started so many people's healing journeys and personal growth journeys and spiritual awakenings because i mean it definitely did that for me and i don't think i'm alone at all in that it definitely caused us all to do that it caused me to have a lot of free time and so much came out of it in a beautiful unfolding from learning to meditate to starting to create content because it was fun to going on more walks and connecting to nature more and learning to love myself and healing my relationship to my body and to toxic productivity and to having more free time so also take some time to reflect about your life and how it's been over the last year and a half especially the period where we were all forced to quarantine and and couldn't leave our houses what did that look like for you what feelings did that time bring up how did it feel to have less to do what did you learn take some time to think about that I feel like that was already a lot to think about, right? So think about how that time was for you. How much have you been doing for the sake of receiving external validation? How much have you been allowing yourself to rest, to be creative, to flow, or to just simply be? 
what value does that have for you? Does it have a value at all? Or do you only tend to value masculine energy, doing and active things? Think about it, especially after this episode, and let me know what downloads you had or even journal about it. That would be something really cool to to try. Or even try talking about it with someone else. It could be a cool conversation starter. And you can also do some more digging and learning about feminine energy and think about what activities put you in that vibration. Also remember that really, and this this has been a direct correlation for me, the more I've engaged in feminine energy, be it nurturing others or disconnecting from social media or being really present or allowing myself to flow and dance and be creative, the more abundance has flowed into my life. Financial abundance, but also abundance in a million other ways. So I think that's something very, very cool to explore. I will close up the episode with a quote. When we dare to show our true self and discover that we are loved anyway, then we begin to develop authentic confidence because we realize we are lovable just as we are instead of for some facade we created to hide our true self. And this is by Kimberly Jones. Found it from Pinterest. But think about that. The more you start to connect to your true self, your true essence, right? And not your quote-unquote facade around what you achieve and what you do, the more you connect to that side of yourself, that true self that lies within you doesn't have to achieve anything to be loved, the more your confidence becomes authentic because it comes from a place of loving yourself no matter what you achieve, no matter what you do, no matter what external validation you receive. Your worth is already within you. Your worth is already there. You just have to connect to it. And the more you do, the more other people will notice it, the more you'll live from that place of authentic confidence. And with that being said, we've reached the end of the episode. As always, DM me. Tell me what you thought of the episode. Tell me how you're liking the podcast. I truly appreciate it. I've been receiving some DMs by some of you guys telling me you're listening to the podcasts at work and enjoying learning about new topics and that it's bringing you some peace, which makes me so happy. And honestly, the more I connect with you guys and the more I hear from you, the more I'm able to see what's resonating, what you guys are learning, and the cooler of an experience it is on both ends because it becomes more of a two-way interaction as opposed to just me putting out content and talking at a microphone. So please do. Please reach out. Please tell me what episodes you're liking. If you want to leave a review on iTunes, I would appreciate it a lot so I am able to reach more people and connect with even more of you guys. But as always, just you listening today and tuning in fills my heart with gratitude So thank you. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. I'm sending you so much love and light. I'll see you on the next episode. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.